Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new product lines right there. Fabulous wide selection of pre-owned inventory, if that's what fits your budget. All with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Our play-by-play call today, Kristaps Porzingis. Luka on a left-handed dribble down the lane. Leaves his feet, but found Porzingis. Baseball pass by KP over to Richardson. And a long three out there. The logo out there. Steph Curry territory. When you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> KP certainly off to a great start this evening. That's how he's been trending in the month of February. Yeah, he, he can be really good at times. Remember, he's the guy that Phil Jackson drafted with the uh, Knicks when he was there. All right. Uh, I don't believe we've hooked up yet with uh, Nate Bauer. Not yet. We're still working on that. Got you, sir. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Marty Schottenheimer is one of seven coaches with 200 regular season wins in NFL history. Uh, these are regular season wins. Don Shula at 328 in the regular season. George Hallis at 318. Bill Belichick currently has 280. Tom Landry at 250, Curly Lambeau 226, Andy Reid 221, and Marty Schottenheimer at 200. And it's not as if he didn't win playoff games. He did because he got to the AFC Championship game three different times. They don't give you an open invitation to get there. You have to win your way there. But he never did get to the Super Bowl, which was always something that was haunting for him. He had the ability to take a team and make them good. He always had that ability to take a team and in a short period of time could make them good. And he had his way of playing. His way of playing is he wanted to have a good running game. He wanted to be. He wanted to stay away from big mistakes. Wanted to win the turnover battle. And he usually had you know he had one like he didn't have good quarterbacks in his lifetime. He had Bernie Kosar. He had uh, Drew Brees. And at one point he had some guy named Montana. So, yeah, he's the head coach on the sideline for the drive. He's the head coach on the sideline when Ernest Miner fumbled. I always felt bad for him. I always feel bad for guys like, like Biner, Bill Buckner. 
And, you know, Clark Hunt, I think, put it best. He said, when Marty arrived in 1989, he reinvigorated what was then a struggling franchise and quickly turned the Chiefs into a consistent winner. Which he did. See, that's what he had the ability to do. He could take a struggling franchise and he could get them back on the path to being good. Did that with the Chargers? Did that with the Browns? So, oh well, it's... uh, And again, that that headline on the Washington Post was terrible. Marty Schottenheimer, coach dies at seventy-seven, wilted in playoffs. Like that's your headline? Come on, there is something wrong. Uh, Penguins made some moves today. Uh, Hire Brian Burke as the team president, and Ron Hextall, the former Flyers goalie, as the new general manager. This is all because. Jim Rutherford resigned on January 27th. So Hextall is going to take over as the GM. Burke has a long history. He goes all the way back to being the GM himself, back with uh, the Whalers, Vancouver, the Ducks, Leafs. Had been the director of hockey operations for the Calgary Flames. Uh, Ducks won a Stanley Cup championship with him as the GM in 2006-07. But they have a problem. See, there's one thing about Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh right now has a problem with their sports teams. Okay, First of all, let's start with this. The Pirates have virtually no recognizable names remaining, so let's take them off the table. The Penguins have been incredibly successful. The Steelers have been incredibly successful, but they're aging. I mean, look at the Pens. Their core group is Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. Chris Latang's 33. Crosby's 33. Malkin's 34. And the team doesn't have a first-round pick this season. So that's a big problem. They got a lot of work to do there. The Steelers, part of the problem is that when you're consistently good, you don't have to be great, but you're consistently good. You don't draft high. Well, in the process, they've been passed out. Cleveland, finally, with all those high picks, they passed out the Steelers. The Bengals are a team on the move because, again, they have high draft picks. But they're a team on the on the march. And the Ravens have been, to their credit, good. I mean, the Ravens finally won a playoff game for the first time in years, but, yeah. But... They're good. They're all, right now, the Steelers at this hour are the third best team in their own division. It's rare when you've been able to say that. Very rare when you've been able to say that. Um, so, and that is uh, one of the problems. The NFL is not designed, as I've said over and over and again, to have twenty years of success. That's why what Belichick has done with New England and what the Steelers have done has defied a lot. Green Bay's been really the same way. That's kind of defied how the NFL is supposed to work. The way it's supposed to work is 
you have a couple of down years, you replenish and you get yourself back up and going again. That's why watching with the Rams, what they're doing right now, is going to be really interesting to keep track of as time goes. Because the Rams have traded a lot of first-round capital with a desire to win now. Now, why they feel that way, I don't know. Is it because they're in Los Angeles and Los Angeles is not a great football market and they have a brand-new stadium? I mean, is that part of the reason? I don't know. I think that's definitely the reason. A brand-new stadium, not a great football market, you know, by history. And they feel they have to go for it now? Super Bowl is there next year, too. Yeah, they host the Super Bowl next year. It was supposed to be this year, but because of the stadium delay, they had to push it back. And they spent a lot of capital on Jalen Ramsey. They made the trade for Stafford and Goff, which, again, included draft capital. And they've got a lot. It... It's interesting. Now, is Seattle, did they struggle down the stretch? Yes. San Francisco, nobody knows how good they are. Because they had so many injuries this year, nobody knows. And Arizona was better. Arizona was better. But in the end, down the stretch, they wilted. And Los Angeles made all these moves. They could, I mean, they could have relieved you of your pain. They could have traded for Carson Wentz. (laughs) That certainly would have been interesting considering the 2017 comparisons between Sean McVay and Doug Peterson. Well, Wentz and Goff. And Wentz and Goff, of course, too, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I thought what the Rams did was dumb. I thought Detroit won that hands down. The Rams just put themselves in more deep trouble. Stafford's not worth that much. They have a lot of big contracts, bigger egos than better players. I, I always say with the Rams that that team's going nowhere. Well, I think they they improved their quarterback spot slightly. Yeah. It's not a huge upgrade. It's 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 a slight upgrade, but it's not a huge upgrade. It's not worth what they gave up, I can tell you that. But they well, they gave up a they've given up a lot of draft capital to do this. A lot of first round draft capital to do this. And I sit back and I sit and say, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's not what what happened. I mean, what happens now is critical. If they're going to win, it's going to have to be in the next two years. Because they have mortgaged the future to the point where it's now or never. Now or never. 
You know, I mean, it could be the Eagles where it's never. I mean, you're, it's never, it's not happening again. You're back to the Mike Barilla days. He was your quarterback. Okay. Out of Stanford. That's why I don't remember him. Old-time Eagle fans will say, oh, no, Steve brought up Mike Perilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What are we going to do? <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, they're going to take the uh, Big Ten basketball tournament, move it officially from Chicago to Indianapolis. Um, first of all, you had to clear out and make sure the schedule was cleared out for uh, uh, for the Pacers. Uh, but in terms of the ability to move it, uh, that's... Uh, that's a great move only because it helps uh, it helps uh, the parents above all. They'll get a chance in Indianapolis to see the game. I think in Chicago, I don't think it was going to happen. And that be, that's that that's an important part. Because the protocols are a little looser in Indiana than they are in Illinois and in particular in Chicago. And the parents will be able to at least go. Now, how many people are allowed to go? I don't know. I'd have to see what all the rules are. But I know the parents at minimum would be able to go. Um, So they're going to move it there, and the NCAA tournament's going to be there anyway. It's going to be at IU. It's going to be at Purdue. It's going to be at Uwe Pui. It's going to be at Butler. It's going to be in uh, at Banker's Life. It's going to be over at Lucas Oil. They're going to do the whole thing in one spot this year. So, I mean, whomever's in the Big Ten tournament, might as well just stay in Indianapolis. Keep taking your... Uh, 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 you might as well just stay there and take your classes by Zoom. Why not? 
It's what most people are doing anyway. Although we are going back to in-person class here next week. Uh, there are some people that I'm sure are um, that are hesitant about this. I understand, but I mean, I'm I'm going to teach in person, which I did in the fall anyway. But I've also told my students, in no uncertain terms, that hey, you're uncomfortable, or if you have any issue, then we'll, you know Zoom is always going to be an option. I already have one student that, tell, that has already told me that he has to be on Zoom on Monday anyway. That's fine. That's all that matters. I mean, I just want to make sure they understand that there is the option. And so we're going to see what's going to happen around here. The numbers here have been about the same. It's interesting. This area here, this area here, that's so interesting, has always been the opposite of the state for some reason. If the state's been going down, it's trended up a little here. If here's trended down, the state's trended up. Never been able, I haven't been able to figure that out. But I mean, right now it's stayed pretty stable here. For a period of time, for the most part, not great, but still stable, while the state's been trending down. I mean, I think what you, you got all those numbers, right? I mean, it sounds like that, like for the most part, almost everywhere has been trending down. Yeah, that's accurate. Our area here too, State College. Yeah, trending down. Hospitalizations, is- especially statewide. I mean, which is, I mean, thank goodness. Yes. Don't don't want that. And the number of positive tests, I don't, I refuse to refer to them as cases. And, you know, if you have a sniffle and a positive test, I mean, are you a case? Um, but that is, uh, I mean, that's been trending down. Yes. And that's like, and that, by the way, that's every state. I mean, every state you look at, there's been a downward trend, which is good. Thank goodness we can say that. Now the, now the key is to keep it that way. So as I mentioned earlier, let's see what life is like when we get to, I don't know, mid-April. Let's see what life is, because, I mean, the numbers are trending down in the wintertime. I mean, I realize that at Matt's it's always a 72, but, I mean, you know, the rest of us are kind of fighting a little bit here with some of the cold. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, that's been um, that's been really important. Is uh, you know, Supposedly in the cold weather, it's supposed to go up and up, whatever. And it is, um, it's been trending down. So let's see what it's like in April. Let's see what it's like in May. And then we'll get there and go from there. Go from there. Meanwhile, your Eagles are the ones I, I'm getting. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. I think they're the ones. Uh, I think they're the ones putting out the uh, the info on trades. That's why it's, it's always tr- 72 in my house. 
Well, 72 because you're hot under the collar. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> 72 degrees. Uh, always hot under the collar. When you get home, does Lisa ever listen to any part of the show? Um, Sometimes. I, I, I actually, she listened to a little bit of yesterday's conversation because... Um, she was curious about how we got into the conversation with Luke pooping at the wrong time before kickoff. I'm going to assume she sees things my way. Yes. <laughs> and she also finds it hysterical because she sees how much it stresses me out. But to her credit, when he pooped after the first qu- during the first quarter of the Super Bowl... <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> to her credit... She had every I I was watching in the man cave downstairs, so I had my upstairs TV on with the game on, because I wanted to see the commercials too. So she had everything ready to go, and we when we changed them in our living room, so I can I wouldn't miss the commercials either. And we got everything back in order downstairs in the man cave. So we had a plan. Topics I never thought I'd discuss on this show. (laughs) Just remember, the aim is to bowl 300, not 297. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. So what does Lawrence want to come back as? I don't know. It it was something that was said in that clip when the president was leaving the White House early Wednesday morning, and I guess it sounded like a cat. I don't know. I don't see it, but maybe it's just me. So he wants to come back as a cat. Wow. (laughs) He's got a cat at home, so maybe that's it. Maybe that just put it over the top. Who knows? Well, that could be one of the saddest segments I've heard in a while. All right, so let's, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous line of pre-owned inventory. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, Penn State basketball tonight, Michigan State. That will be in East Lansing at the Breslin Center at 7. You can watch it on ESPN2. We have it for you beginning at 6.30. We're not going up against, like, Shikalemi uh, Gymnastics or something, are we? Or? No, we're all clear tonight. Uh, all right, good. Duke, by the way, leads uh, Notre Dame 12-6 uh, early in that game. They're not even to the under 16 yet. Alabama's got South Carolina tonight. Arkansas is at Kentucky. Uh, Texas will be at Kansas State, and West Virginia is at Texas Tech. So those are the big games tonight in Penn State and uh, Michigan State on News Radio 1070 WKOK at 7, 6.30 the airtime, also on ESPN2 tonight. So there you go. Uh, Russell Wilson 
wants a say in the roster. He says he's sick of getting hit. Well, number one, I don't blame him about being sick of getting hit. That part, I don't blame him. But I'm not so sure how much say I want uh, in players. Um, uh, How much say... players should have in moves. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind talking to them and getting an opinion here or there, but at some point a general manager has to be the general manager and the player's got to be the player. I mean, I know we don't get called in for advice. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> I mean, I know we don't get called in for advice on anything. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> How accurate was that impersonation? <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Not far off. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That is uh that's great. That is great. Uh, well, we got uh, we got that coming up. We got that tonight, and then uh, when's the next uh, Shikolemi game? Do we have any idea what, you know what's going on with that schedule? Shikolemi is back on tomorrow night at Danville. And the Chief will be there, right? Yes, as always. <sighs> oh, actually, Steve, I lied. I forgot. We have Shiklemi wrestling tonight. I lied. Oh, so no basketball No tonight. basketball. There you go. It is Shiklemi wrestling against Loyal Sock. First time ever, ever they're wrestling together, and it will be a video broadcast on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Uh, Steve Williams? What Steve Williams, correct. Great. Steve does a great job. Yes, our man for wrestling. S- Steve he does a great job in everything we ask him to do. He's he's yeah, you know, Steve's a really good announcer. Really good announcer. And a good guy. He's a great guy too, by the way. And as for you know, like we all have walk up music. Like, you know, like I mean the suit has walk up music. Um and I picked out a new theme for him. It was oh, Simon, and Garf- Simon and Garfunkel, The Sounds of Silence. All right, so <laughs> it's... <laughs> Birdsong's going to love that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. we got to get Dougie on the show here one of these days. We do. we got to get Dougie on the show here one of these days. You know, just to, just to have him on. We haven't had Doug on too long. Yeah. One of the great announcers out there is an even better guy. So we got to get him back on the show here pretty soon. Uh, and then we're running out of people to complain about the Eagles. <laughs> That's just how it gets after a while. I'm telling you, you're going to be complaining about this team for a long time. Uh, they, it, this is a long road back. 
Looking like that way, unfortunately. Well, I didn't think it was going to be considering your quarterback. I thought with with him, I thought it, you know. And you watch the way he played a year ago. Now let's go back to when we played a year ago. They had a lot of deficiencies a year ago, and to his credit, he kind of made up for it. That's exactly I just, right. I just think the offensive line was just so much of a sieve this year that I think he developed some bad habits trying to compensate for a bad offensive line. question is, can you fix it? This isn't a question to me of a coach fixing him. This is a case of management fixing him by putting better people up front. And I, you know, it's just my opinion. It's been my opinion the whole time that the problem was up front that in turn caused problems for him. The one area that made Hurts a better option in the short term was Hurts can at least move. And Hurts is not the quarterback Wentz is on this level, but he can move, which gave him a better shot of playing behind that offensive line. So, But that's your team. I'll tell you what, though. The Eagles being on number six, really interesting, because the last few mock drafts I've seen, I've been all over the place in terms of where uh, uh, Sua's going to be at the uh, at number six, where Devontae Smith's going to be. I've seen both. I've seen one gone by six, one staying through twenty. So if the Eagles get twenty, could they be in play for one of them? Then it's. I know mock drafts, mock drafts. I get that, but this is really going to be fascinating to see what'll be available and what direction they decide to go in. Yeah. I mean, you're assuming they're going to get the twentieth pick, right? They may not even get that. Yeah, I think I think that's a fake trade. They're just trying to drum up some interest out there. There's interest so they can get better offers. That's what I think they're doing. Oh, they definitely are. This is how your team operates. And like I said before, I wanted both guys gone. Only one's gone, and the other guy needs to be gone big time. You wanted the owner gone. You want the owner to fire himself. Well, yeah, but I knew it wasn't getting that. Does management know how militant you are? Oh, they're well aware. <laughs> In fact, it's well known during the PD meetings, too. Really? Oh, yeah. So you become that bold voice. When when uh, the time calls for it, yes. You know what I usually say during staff meetings? Nothing. Exactly. You want to know why? Because <laughs> you don't care. And there's another reason, too. You'd be amazed if you say nothing. It goes faster. All right, back with more in a moment here on... Okay, you know, you wasted enough of my time. All right. <laughs> I remember one time I was at a staff meeting at Channel 3, and they said, uh, anything yet? 
uh, anything you you didn't say anything in the staff meeting. Is anything you want to say? I said, yeah. I said, the longer I sit here, the more I'm not working. But we're working. I said, no, we're not. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us on the show today. Chickalemi Wrestling to me up tonight with Loyal Sock. First time in 700 years they've wrestled against each other. Is that, that too wide of... I just know it's the first time ever, so we'll leave it at that. 700 years fits. <laughs> sure. What? Did they wrestle each other 700 years ago? Not to my knowledge. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not wrong. Exactly. Great to have you with us on the show today. Uh, so that'll be on tonight. And then tomorrow night we have Shikalami basketball uh, on the show. Uh, and uh, that'll be the chief and uh, the suit together. I wonder, uh, is he now signing... For people, when they ask, it just he just signs the suit. <laughs> um, that actually, and I don't think he's been doing. Are you sure? I mean, I just want to make sure. I as mean, far as know. I know, I, I think he just likes it being heard than being in in writing. Because I, mean, I think this is a way to go. <laughs> it's only seven letters. That's true. And. To be honest with you, that's now how people know him. <laughs> Which I think drives him insane. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. I'm sick and tired of being known as that. I'm the King Award for. <laughs> I'm royalty. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow's matchup's always the dream matchup for him. Always big when it's Chick Danville. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's where he has to go out and he has to criticize the people from his from his home district. <laughs> I think they're cheating. Uh, you live there. Not cheating as much as I thought. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I cannot wait for us to get back to some sort of normalcy like everybody else. Me too. I was talking about the baseball schedule today. I mean, I'm sitting there looking at the basketball schedule. I think the odds are getting longer and longer that Penn State's going to be able to make up Michigan and Nebraska. Now, the road game in Nebraska, I can't see that happening, and it doesn't help you anyway, to be honest with you. Uh, Michigan State played Nebraska on Saturday. Uh, now, you have to beat them, right? Losing to them, you might as well, you, I mean, you flush your season if you lose to them. Simple as that. But beating them doesn't do doesn't exactly have you flying up the scale. Michigan State beat them and fell one spot in the Ken Palm, went up two spots in the Sagarin, and went up two spots from ninety five to ninety three in the net. Now they needed to win the game because if you lose to them, you're down to one hundred and forty. I mean, it's simple as that. So Penn State playing it now. Penn State would be better off taking a shot playing Michigan at home. Now that's the one Dick and I would like to see them play. Because just by walking on the court with them, okay, your numbers 
actually are fine. Just walking on the court. You beat them, you soar. Uh, but I think it's a long shot because of the way, because Michigan can't play a game until probably Sunday at the earliest. They have to get back and practice. That's why their game with Illinois on Thursday is a goner. They just can't say, hey, we're going to practice a couple of days you know, and go play a game. Eh, boy, now you're putting your athletes, your student athletes, at a, you're kind of jeopardizing their return here. So they can't really play until Sunday. Then they have to pack the schedule up. I mean, you're going to fit in a game with Penn State? I mean, it's possible. Penn State does have another gap, one more gap in there, but I don't think it's a gap that fits Nebraska or um, Michigan. Believe it or not, they actually did discuss at one point. They discussed it. Um uh, they did discuss at one point, and the uh, uh, the possibility of actually playing back to back games here. And Nebraska was actually, believe it or not, said, "Yeah, well, if we can work, we can work." It just turned out the schedule wise, it didn't work. But they actually talked about it. They just want to get their games in. There's a lot of teams going back-to-back now, this back half of the season. Across the Big Ten. There were were about four four announcements yesterday of of schedule changes. Right. Yeah, none of them involved Penn State, though. Right. Um, Now, Penn State already is – now, there are five games that Penn State had postponed. They have made up three of them so far. They made up the Rutgers game, they made up the Wisconsin game, and they made up the Ohio State game uh, in Columbus. Uh, They still have not made up the game in Lincoln, and they still have not made up the home game with Michigan. They're on the verge of doing it. And then Michigan had to had the pause. Um, now, Michigan paused because the Department of Health told the entire athletic department to pause. They didn't pause because their basketball program was having a problem. My understanding is, to this point, Michigan still has not had positives in their basketball program, but they were forced to stop. Now, the funny thing has happened to them along the way. By not playing, they've actually inched up in the rankings. <laughs> yeah, they're a number one seed right now in some brackets. Well, they should be. They've only lost one game. Yeah, no, no question. And I mean, why sh- Penn State should, should try to get them rescheduled. So if you beat them, that's just an add to your resume right now. Exactly. Uh, the, the Big Ten, for example, uh, Illinois, Nebraska, which had been January 13th, rescheduled for Friday, February 12th. See, that's why See, they had talked about maybe playing Friday here and then staying here and playing Sunday. See, but they took the Illinois game and they moved that to Friday. So that so that's why Illinois is going to play at Nebraska Friday, and then Nebraska is going to come here on Saturday and play Sunday. Illinois at Michigan State, which had been January 23rd, is now February 23rd. Uh, February 10th, this Wednesday, tomorrow is going to be Indiana and Northwestern. Rutgers is at Iowa. And Wisconsin is at Nebraska. 
So two of them are time changes to accommodate Wisconsin and Nebraska, which is a date change. Thursday's Purdue at Minnesota. That's a time and network change. Friday, it's Illinois at Nebraska, a rescheduled change. Tuesday, February 23rd, is Illinois at Michigan State. That's a rescheduled change. Nebraska at Illinois on February 24th is now going to be moved to the final week of the season, a date and time to be announced. They're just trying to get as many games in as they can. So that's what they're trying to do here. That's and welcome to the world of COVID. And now I don't know what Bucknell's doing. Uh, they actually the just early... announced some. Well, the earliest they can practice would be Monday, right? And then they'll then they'll play the weekend. Correct, which is still on as of right now. But they also just announced some more schedule changes with. Uh, I think it was Navy. I'm just checking here. With American, I'm sorry for. The 27th and 28th, so the following weekend. Okay. They'll be they'll host American on the 27th, then travel to D.C. to take on American that Sunday, the 28th. Well, it's remarkable they're getting games in. You saw the North Carolina-Miami game last night because North Carolina, some of the North Carolina players went out and partied after beating Duke. Video got out from the student newspaper. So last night's Miami game was postponed with North Carolina. I can see Roy Williams right now. Today's show has been brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, key routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK.